1: Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of That Pregnancy Podcast. This week, we are talking about five tips to help you make it through the holidays while you are pregnant. Now, this year, obviously, with COVID 19 and various international restrictions, it's a very different experience than what many people have had in the past. But these tips carry over throughout any holiday, and it's important to reflect on them as well. I know, Amanda, you did not go through any holidays major holidays pregnant did you
0: uh, I went through Easter with uh both pregnancies, but I was in the first trimester for both, so no one knew I was pregnant right
1: I am currently pregnant very pregnant so <laughs> do any day pregnant <laughs> yeah currently very very pregnant so uh these are uh, kind of live in my These are living my life right now. So what is the number one tip that you have?
0: Uh, So the first tip is, uh, number one is make sure you set good boundaries. And this is harder for some people than others. However, I think you need to realize that because you're pregnant, you can't feel bad about opting out of things That you normally might do and maybe you even want to do, but you know, maybe it's either too much for you or with COVID this year, it's just not a good idea. So you need to be able to say no.
1: Absolutely. And this really does this kind of this is such a central thing, too, for holidays when you have your baby as well. It's like setting boundaries and. Oh, Definitely. And being able to say no and not let other people's disappointment or guilt make you second guess your decision, Um, but absolutely setting boundaries. And it could be like this year, you know, if you're not comfortable, you know, given whatever your restrictions are, where you are um, in the world with COVID-19, like it could be simple as saying, I'm not, we don't want to do anything this year. We're not comfortable with that. And people will be, dis- there, you know, people could be disappointed, but it could also be speaking up to a partner as well and saying like, I, this is how I'm feeling. This is what, and kind of working your way through that.
0: I think this year people need to do what they feel they're comfortable with doing. And basically when you're pregnant any year or when you have a baby, you're right. Any year you have to do what you feel comfortable doing and what's okay for you. So you're right, you might opt out of going to your extended family because it's a really large gathering and, uh, you know, it's it's going to be too stressful for you, uh, especially with COVID, like things get spread when you go to large functions, you know, and it also depends on where you are in the world. I know where we are right now, they're talking about shutting everything down on Boxing Day, so, you know, you might, you might second guess going out a little bit more for Christmas than you normally would. But uh, definitely setting boundaries is important because you're right, Katie, once the baby arrives, you're going to have to set good boundaries.
1: And, and it can be really challenging to set a boundary to feel confident in what your decision is. But ultimately, you have to do what's best for you your baby, whether you are still pregnant or if the baby's here, and what's best for your family as well. If you have older children, uh, stepchildren, you know, your partner, all those things, you know, your unit is what is important, and it is important to set boundaries, and that can be really hard, but it's okay to do it. Absolutely, it is. So, number two, what do you have for number two? So,
0: number two, we have taking care of yourself hmm. So we as as women tend to want to take care of everybody. Um, and, you know, sometimes we want to try to cater to other people, too, whether it's our spouse, whether it's our parents or extended family. But you need to make sure that you stop and take care of yourself. So first and foremost, take it easy on the food, especially if you have really bad heartburn. Yes. Both of us can attest to that one.
1: uh, It's not even, it's not food, food, like all food, but it's take it easy on the heavier food, right? The rich, like the super sugary, um, you know, a lot of fried foods because those play into heartburn and uh, yeah, heartburn, like this pregnancy man, even when I'm not, you know, engaging in anything social, it's like. Heartburn kills me. There have been many podcasts that we've been recording the last couple months where I've had to, like, mute myself, because (laughs) mute my mic, because the heartburn is just, like, I'm trying to breathe through it because it's so bad. So, yes, heartburn, take it easy on the heavy food for sure. Give Give yourself some space. Also, too, I think, oh well, another super important one is stay hydrated. And this is, like, your whole pregnancy is important to stay hydrated. But also in the holidays because, you know, you're busy, like you're also eating other stuff, but like staying hydrated, super, super important uh, because dehydration can happen extremely quickly uh, when you are pregnant. And also dehydration can lead to uh, premature birth and preterm labor. So is can at times be a factor um, for that happening. So stay hydrated. Very, very important. You also want to make sure you take lots of breaks.
0: Yeah. So whether that's you need to have an afternoon nap and you've been taking afternoon naps, like make sure you can figure out a way to get an afternoon nap or maybe it's you need to remove yourself for a little bit and go for a walk or get some fresh air, but you need to make sure that you feel comfortable and you're not overwhelming yourself.
1: Well, it's not even that too. Like, yes, taking naps, absolutely. Or removing yourself from kind of like that over, that overstimulation um, that can happen. But it could be something as simple as like being at home and you know, you're know you decorating your house and then just sitting down and putting your feet up. This is something that I have had to learn to do with this pregnancy, especially since I was put on medical leave at 30 weeks because I have had some circulation issues. And, and uh, so I've been having to... I'll do something and then I have to sit down and put my feet up because I'm like physically in pain from whatever minor task I'm doing. So it could be something as simple as just sitting down and giving your body a break, um, putting your feet up for like 20 minutes and then continuing on. Especially true if you have um, pelvis, like pelvic pain. Oh, child. With the twins, did you ever have pelvic pain?
0: No, with the twins, heartburn was the worst part. Yeah, with Caroline, I, I would get um, some pain in my glutes every now and then, but nothing like in the pelvic area.
1: This, this pregnancy, I have been, I th- I've experienced so many things I've never experienced for like a third baby, but pelvic pain, oh my goodness. So like sitting down, I just have to sit down because, and like get off of being elevated because the pelvic pain is just so, so sore. So take a break. It could be a nap. Those are fun. But it could also just be as simple as, you know, sitting down, putting your feet up for 20 minutes just to give your body a little bit of a break. But, that but you is just important.
0: get you just get winded. Right. Like you just every now yeah. and then, like I remember being pregnant, especially with the boys and you would just get tired from doing nothing. If you were, yeah. like, standing or, like, I don't know, loading the dishwasher. Like, you get tired at the most random times.
1: Yeah, and especially if you're in, your, like, your third trimester, like, on your way out of pregnancy, late third trimester, it could be something, like you said, loading or unloading the dishwasher, and you're like, oh, God, I need a nap. That's that's real. I have never experienced that. I've had to experience that with this pregnancy. This yeah. is weird. So, yes, take breaks. Um, another thing, too, would be be prepared for different emotions. So, obviously, like we've talked a lot about, you know, hormones are a nightmare. But, like, you know, holidays are an emotional time. They can be very stressful. And so, you know, your emotions could, are, could be heightened or are heightened because of the pregnancy and the hormones. But stress can lead to emotions, can lead to breakdowns as well as, you know, just the general sense of the holiday. You could be missing someone, you know, first holidays are always hard. If you've had a, if you've had a loss in your family and someone has passed, that is really difficult. So, you know, even if you process those emotions or you're in the process of processing, those things could be heightened. It could also be something as simple as watching a Hallmark movie, Christmas movie, <laughs> or, you know, one of the Netflix originals that they're mirroring to Hallmark and, um, you know, sitting there and sobbing because you just didn't know that that baker was actually the prince that was hiding. <laughs> and they're just so happy that they're together. <laughs> so um, be prepared for the emotions and kind of just ride the wave, like kind of go along with them and don't fight them because the more you fight your emotions, the more impactful and like heavy they're going to be to overcome. So I had this happen to me last week, a week and a half ago and uh, yeah, you just kind of got to laugh your way through it and move on. So be prepared for different emotions.
0: Everyone's always more emotional around the holidays anyways, right? So yeah. being pregnant plus like having all the stress of the holidays and all the other stuff that goes along with it, like it can be a lot.
1: Well, and I think this year too, especially, you know, with COVID and, and different restrictions and people are missing out on, you know, what they're doing, what they traditionally do, whatever their holiday is or whatever their traditions are you're missing out on people you can't see people that you would normally maybe fly to see family. You know, those are really hard things to experience and and those are difficult and those are going to cause emotions and it's it's important to validate those emotions for sure.
0: So number 3, uh we have tips uh if you're in the first trimester. So this yeah. is just kind of some things to think about because you know you're not telling people you're pregnant yet so what do you do
1: yeah so if for for sure if you are experiencing morning sickness or day sickness or night sickness anytime sickness um and you're worried about kind of having a flare up for sure those they're preggy pop preggy do, preggy pop drops those Have some of those in your purse or on your person, like in your pockets, take them out of the package because on the package, it has a woman who is pregnant, visibly pregnant, but inside they're individually wrapped and they just look like hard candies. But there are some women who swear by these, who um, like swear by them for their morning sickness. So if you have those in your purse, it just looks like you're popping a hard candy but it can help with your morning sickness or day sickness or night sickness. Um,
0: I know I used to always chew the gingins, which has like a little ginger root on the wrapper.
1: Yeah, a cartoony right? one with a face. Yeah,
0: yeah. I always chewed those and I found those kind of helped if you were feeling, feeling a little nauseous.
1: Yeah, um, gingins are really, yeah, those are really popular for nausea.
0: Yeah, but, you just get them at like the health food store.
1: Yeah, so those gingers are... St- Kind of a, a notorious um, kind of nausea settler. Um, so is peppermint. So if you, you know, candy canes, candy canes, <laughs> peppermint tea, um, I guess peppermint bark if you wanted to, like just pick off the peppermint <laughs> chunks. But yeah, peppermint is also, but like those Prego drop pops and the gingins, those are easy little candies that are pretty discreet to kind of help you through hopefully help you through some of um your morning sickness. And then another huge one which is such a concern holiday or not, I think for so many women is if you're out somewhere um and obviously you're not drinking, you're going to get questioned like, "Oh, why aren't you drinking?" Um for me it wasn't it's never been such an issue it's never been an issue because I don't drink. So like I'm just like, yeah, you know, I don't drink, not my problem. Did you ever experience that?
0: Um, no one really came out and asked me why I wasn't drinking, but like it was pretty common for me not to drink anyways cuz like if we went to Keith's parents house and he wanted to drink, like I would drive home. So, it wasn't drinking for me isn't isn't mandatory, right? Like if someone was not was going to be the DD, it was usually me anyways, so
1: Well, that's perfect because like one of the things that if you're worried about people, you know, making those assumptions. And I think as a woman, you hit a certain age and people are going to just always, either you get married and then people are watching like, oh, is she drinking? Um, But if you are not drinking... Um, because you're pregnant, one of the things that you can kind of cover if somebody questions you is that you're gonna be the you're the it's your turn to be the DD the designated driver. Like that's an easy out. Like you're being a responsible human. You're not drinking and driving. You're not letting anybody else drink and drive. Like nobody can question you on that. Like
0: oh, exactly.
1: Even at a bar, when you say that you're the DD, you usually get a free bottle of water from them, right. So like or a free drinks, So, you know, that can always be your cover is that it's your turn to be the designated driver. Um, another one, which works, I wouldn't necessarily suggest, it. like I would suggest it, it doesn't sit well with me in the sense of, I don't like the idea of like counting calories, but you could always just say, Oh, I'm going to save my, ca- I'm saving my calories, not for my alcohol, but for the food. I mean, <laughs> you know that I'm here for the food Make a
0: joke out of it. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you can say, or that you're trying like a new, a new cleanse. So like, I don't know if on keto I'm just trying to think of like, like different food health related, um, choices, but like you could just say, yeah, I'm on an, I'm doing a new cleanse or I'm saving my calories for the food. But
0: really, if you are going someplace and you think someone might say something, come up with what you're going to say ahead of time. So you're not put on the spot.
1: Yes, absolutely. So then you're not like, uh, uh, I'm pregnant.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Surprise.
1: Don't tell tell (laughs) anyone. But yeah, because that would be the That would be bad. Yeah. (laughs) Because there's nothing more telling than being the deer in the headlights. Like, I'm sick. Like you have the inflection at the end of going up. Yeah. Go in prepared with something, some sort of defense for sure. That's a good point, Amanda.
0: So number four, we have make this Christmas about you. So it could be about you and your significant other, right? Because it's your last Christmas, the two of you. Um, If you have a child or stepchildren, it'll be the last Christmas as your family unit as you know it right now. Um, so next year there will be a big shift because there will be a baby so make sure you do some of the things that you want to do if it's just the two of you like if there if you can get out and go for a walk walk through a park and look at Christmas lights or something it's just it's easier before you have the baby right so just enjoy it and make it about you
1: Yeah, just do something that makes you happy. So it could be just like cuddling on the couch and like binge watching a bunch of like things or um, if you want to be like really indulgent, you know, go get, do some, you know, beautifying, get your lashes done, manicure, pedicure. If things are open, obviously this year, everything is different. Um, But yeah, like indulge yourself and do what you like.
0: It, but it could be going out for a special meal uh, if you're in a in an area that isn't as riddled with covid as it is where we are
1: yeah or but ultimately do something do things that make you happy just take the time and make it about you your partner because ultimately the realities things change they change for the better right like but Yeah, this will be your last Christmas. Now I have that song playing in my head.
0: (laughs) Little wham. Yeah. Um, So then number five, we have commemorate the last Christmas as just the two of you. Or if you have, like, another kid, the three of you. Whatever your family dynamic is, commemorate it. So this could be something as simple as you know, buying an ornament. I know they've got pregnancy ornaments that you can buy. Um, Or it could be something, buying something now that you want to make into a family tradition. And I was telling Katie that one of our family traditions is we have this really nice night before Christmas book. And every year before the kids go to bed, that's what we read to them. And right now, the boys have been bugging me for like the last week to read this book, read this book. I'm like, no, 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 that's the special book that we read before you go to bed at Christmas Eve. And uh, it was actually given to us by a neighbor. So we didn't intentionally go out to buy it, but it has since become a tradition. So sometimes if you think of some of the things that you want to turn into traditions, you can actually purchase it now while you're pregnant, knowing that next year it's going to become part of the tradition.
1: Yeah. And I, I like the idea um, of like commemorating the now um, and marking that somehow. So like whatever holiday you celebrate, if it's, if it's Hanukkah or Kwanzaa or Christmas, it's the, any holiday is about tradition and what a, what better way to like make, to start a tradition of like being pregnant, doing it while you're pregnant. And then you have the story of this was the first time I did it. You weren't here yet, but this is, we set this up so that we could start this and it's about Holidays are about tradition. And you know, if you celebrate Christmas and, or you collect ornaments, I love the idea of using ornaments as almost like a timeline of you and your family so like you said, a pregnancy one, and then once you have the baby, if you have a baby's first Christmas, and then, you know, you work your way through that. And I think it's a really great kind of visual reminder of like that jogs your memory every year when you're decorating for whatever holiday. And you're like, oh, yeah, remember this? Remember what happened this year? When did I get this? And like there's emotion, there's memories tied to different objects. So I love that.
0: I'm all about creating memories and you're right, the nostalgia of going through a box of ornaments every year and, and kind of remembering when you got them. And you're right, like we, Christmas and Hanukkah and all those, all the holidays are about tradition. And next year, you're going to have added somebody to your family. So now is a great time to start that new tradition.
1: This week is a short episode for many reasons that it's a busy week.
0: You may give birth any minute.
1: I could potentially give birth at any minute. You're right. I am not in labor as we're recording this, but I could potentially give birth at any point in time. But it's also to just like you and I, it is the week before Christmas for us, like or it is the week of Christmas, and, you know, things are busy. So we wanted to do, Kind of a lighter quicker snappier version than of the episode than kind of what we've been doing lately because we uh tend to really get in depth on our our more recent episodes
0: and we just want to wish everyone a very merry christmas or i guess hanukkah's over now
1: yeah sorry we missed hanukkah
0: yeah but uh kwanzaa whatever you're celebrating happy holidays